0: Hey everyone! Welcome to Community Roots, a place where we gather in community to talk about mental health so we can travel the journey of life together. I'm Samuel Richards.
1: I'm Julie Richards.
0: And normally, there's a third voice there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we're missing Sarah Wakefield. Yeah. Doing a shout out of love to her because we we are with her in our hearts and remembering her today. So
0: agreed yeah sending love sarah's way um and if you want to you know put your spirit fingers up in the sky the sky and send her good vibes as well um so this is going to be a richards exclusive there you go (laughs) episode and uh so um you know uh yeah mom and i were talking before, before the show the new year brings in um new things and uh one of those things is going to be for our show and communicating more. And so I want to retell you about Community Roots before we start the episode, Um, because uh, this is one of our Holiday at Help episodes. Uh, We got a cool, uh, I believe Sharon Martin helped us with some of this. Yep. Um, And uh, so, uh, but Community Roots are the episodes that we dig into a a little bit of the, you know, we hit the books per se, (laughs) where mom teaches us something new um and uh we dive into what mental health is and some practices you can have um, but we actually have a ton of segments um you can check them out uh they're actually titled before the episode so um but yeah this is community community roots and uh you know uh, we've been talking about holiday help recently how to survive the holidays um but yeah as mom was saying it's really applicable to all times of year
1: mm-hmm And just to clarify, too, if you happen to be a new listener to us, Community Roots, you can kind of conceptualize that as the main umbrella under which all these other segments come. So anytime you see Mm -hmm. Community Roots, that's who we are. That's our vision for really wanting to help build community in a place and time that because of the pandemic, because of hard times for people feeling isolated or under supported in their mental health, our passion is to reach more people and help them feel more supported, less alone, and even get to know us a little bit as part of your community. Like we welcome you into our community and getting to know our personalities, our voices, knowing that we're real people on this journey with you and We are all about authenticity, humanity, and walking the path together. So we just welcome your presence here with us. And anytime you see community roots, that's who we are. And then these various segments that we do are just to give a little bit of variety and format, just in case there are other things that you want to focus on. For instance, deep breath every other week. Um, It's just a very short segment, but Um, I won't go in now to all of the different segments that we have, but just to kind of give that picture of community roots is that's all of the above. Like that's, (laughs) we are community roots. So um, you found us and we're glad you're here. And now we can kind of switch gears a little bit to the um,
0: holidays,
1: the holidays. And, and again, we had mentioned this before, but everyone celebrates various holidays and traditions and, Um, And they all kind of come at really the darkest time of the year. This week is the transition for winter solstice, where we have the darkest day of the year is this week. And at least where we are, we're based in Ohio in the U.S. And it is cold. (laughs) It's just dark and cold. Too cold. And a whole lot of like cloudy blanket over top of us. Not as much of the sun. We get occasional little bursts of blue sky or sunshine but then it's quickly taken over by more cold and more cloud and and that can be a hard time of year for people and holidays tend to bring up uh, waves of grief or sadness or missing family or complicated family dynamics like trying to be with extended family that you're not used to being with so what we thought we would talk about today for a little bit is just what does it take to have healthy communication And how do we handle conflicts? So that's what we're diving into.
0: That's a pretty big thing to chew on. (laughs) That's a (laughs) lot, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Healthy communication and healthy handling. Like, how do we handle those conflicts and not just avoid them? Like, how do we keep ourselves using the language that we have in the past year of being like a functional adult and doing our work and nurturing our inner plant and doing all we can to be in a healthy place, regardless of what the people around us are doing. That's what we want to focus on um, for this time of year. And if you happen to be listening at a different time, just because you've scrolled and found the topic to be interesting, it's relevant all the time. Like we need healthy communication with one another and we need to really be willing to face conflict and lean into it. And even though it's messy and even though it's work, I think what people tend to do is either handle it poorly, like they get reactive or they stuff it, swallow it, dodge it, pull back, withdraw. So yeah. we wanted to give, yeah, hmm. some some tools today to like, what what does it look like to, to be more healthy in that communication? And what do we do whenever there's potential for that conflict that's getting stirred up, whether it's at the holidays or other times.
0: So uh, let's paint a picture here, right? Um, I, the holidays are coming. I'm, I'm around and maybe not. Just there's a situation where there's a lot of people that I might know peripherally or might have those attachments to me um, that are a little distance, distant. And, you know, I'm listening to this podcast on the way to this event. <laughs> what good what are timing some things, that would be, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sweating bullets a little bit because I am cutting it close. But like,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to cram and study for the pop quiz that's about to happen.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so, what, what are some ways that I can have, you know, handle the conflicts, have healthy, you know, boundaries and communication?
1: Yeah, so we're going to give four things here to, to focus on and keep them all fairly light and short so that you can try to remember them a little bit. But the first one is to anticipate the challenges. So what we mean by that is knowing ahead of time, like where might I be challenged? What is a trigger that I might run into? Um, Being prepared as much as possible. Granted, All kinds of things could come at us that we weren't anticipating, but to the the point that we're able to kind of anticipate if there are going to be situations that are difficult, that I'm really going to take care of myself before, Mm. during, and after the challenge. So if I know that getting together for this, say, work party or extended family or something that might even just be kind of tiring, like being social mm. can be draining. You know, it, it can be emotionally tiring at times, just being around more people. So I want to anticipate, like I might need to kind of rest up before I go. I might need to take care of myself and pace while I'm there. And then I might need to recover a little bit afterwards to just before I go right mm. into a work week or before I go into more, um, busy things on my calendar, I need to kind of buffer on, around the edges. I'll say it that way. Like before, during, after, I'm thinking through how can I give myself support? So I'm anticipating it's going to be hard. I might know these things might be triggering for me or difficult. So how do I really undergird myself with good support before, during, and after?
0: I think that's awesome because <clears throat> it can have like different levels to it, you know? Um, what I was thinking at first is like, you know, maybe a soda water in the car. Um, I know uh, like uh, my friend Carrie uh, had like a rough day yesterday. And so she had contacted us about, you know, going to the pool in the hot tub. So it's cool how, I mean, I was just thinking about that in the day to day. There's like... You know, varying degrees of, you know, packing yourself your favorite candy bar in the car for the way home <laughs> or, you know, what whatever it may be. I, I like that.
1: Yeah, that we can we will respond so much differently if we feel well supported Right, and that we can be part of that support for ourselves. Like, have we eaten yet today or are we going out? because we were running late and rushed with all these errands. So we haven't even eaten yet. And then we're already hungry (laughs) and already stressed out. So like thinking of what's the support I can give myself on a foundational level before, during, and after. So thinking about how we can do that is the first, first thing. The second one is to tune in to your feelings. So sometimes what can happen with our feelings is that we can go to the extremes of either overreacting or underreacting. Like we're, we're tempted to feel things really big because we feel either triggered or tired or stressed. So everything feels so um, intense to us, or we can slide to the other extreme and really minimize either what we're feeling or what someone else is experiencing and just kind of write it off as, well, that's no big deal. It's not a problem. It's fine. Everything's fine. The problem with that is that when we're not tuned into our feelings, um, they will show up in our bodies and it can kind of come up as um, medical illness or inflammation Mm. or tension or all these different ways that our body is trying to speak to us and, and kind of reminding us to take good care of ourselves um if we're not doing that regularly what we end up doing is kind of piling it up if you can imagine kind of burying things either under a rug or in a closet and stuffing it and stuffing it and stuffing it it's gonna blow (laughs) like it's just Mm, gonna come out at a bad time kind of come out sideways and so it's so much more important to be mindful and present in the moment to say like, how is my body trying to get my attention? What are the feelings that I can get in touch with or name and kind of recognize like what's coming up for me? It doesn't mean that I am letting my feelings drive the bus or take over or become really huge, but I'm able to hold them in a balanced way to listen to them and and take good care of myself by what they're informing me that I'm needing.
0: Yeah, I I like that. And you know, um, I don't know, something that just comes up to mind in my own day-to-day is sometimes if I'm in a hard situation and I am doing well, I like do the Superman pose or if I want to do well doing the Superman pose where you almost take your fists and you like pull open the shirt because it, (laughs) which is one of my graduation photos. It (laughs) is. (laughs) But, um, but that actually like, you know, uh, increases testosterone, like gives you, gives you a little bit of like a a boost and like some confidence. Um, so I think it's okay to celebrate those feelings like, you know, whenever you're doing well but I dig it.
1: But yeah, like your body does respond to that kind of thing. Like I think of yoga poses, there's a pose Mm. called the star pose that like your legs are spread out like a um, jumping jack and your arms are spread up like a star. And Mm. it's kind of an affirmation of like, I'm allowed to take up space. Like Mm. I'm allowed to be here now and it's okay that I, that I take up space. So many times when we're avoiding our feelings or confrontations or difficult conversations like that, we get small, like we kind of curl up and go away. Like, I don't want to share my feelings. I don't want to work on hard things because that's too hard. And so we kind of curl up and go away. Hmm. And instead, kind of thinking in terms of what might your body express, like doing that star pose is a way of saying, I'm here, I'm present, I'm in this with you. You matter to me and our relationship matters. So I can share what I'm thinking and feeling, and I want you to share with me what you're thinking and feeling so that it's very reciprocal and and balanced and um, mutual, not where it's all the focus is on one person in the relationship.
0: Yeah, I'm actually adding right now yoga poses and mental health to our future <laughs> there you go. episode list.
1: I love it. Because it then kind of becomes a a body memory, like the same thing when we do the um, hand motions for boundary work, like when you have your hands, you know, going into Mm -hmm. the listening boundary and talking boundary, that's a way to remind you, oh, yeah, this is where I am and where I'm showing up in this conversation. And this is where the other person is. So just good reminders for our body. But So we've got that we anticipate the challenges we take care of ourselves before, during, and after, and that we tune into our feelings because we want to be present and not have them like piling up and starting to take over and being too intense whenever that's not helpful. The third one is to be assertive. And so if we're, if we are tuned into our bodies, our feelings are, are letting us know that we do have needs that there are things that are impacting us in relational dynamics or maybe our stress load or our workload. So if we can identify what need is underneath some of those feelings, then we can be very proactive and intentional to be able to meet whatever part of that we can ourselves, meet those needs, such as saying, I have limits, like I need to rest right now. I can't put more things on my schedule. That's not helpful for me right now. Um, But then there's also the needs that are more relational that we need to be able to communicate what our needs are to others, like of how we can be a support to each other if we're going through a hard time or if we have, um, you know, some stressors at work or our medical things that are happening in our lives or whatever that might be that we're able to communicate to a safe group of people, our small network of people, that it would really be helpful if you could show up with me and, and walk with me through this hard time and that I need to trust um, some people to be safe for me through that. And then they have the opportunity to, to grow in their relationship with you as they're helping you meet needs. And then you are there to help support them and what they need so it's it's really an interdependence instead Mm. of independence that sometimes like an american um concept of independence is what's healthy and it's it's really that we can learn to be in trusting safe relationships to rely on that mutuality on reciprocity that all of us are human and we have needs and it's okay to have needs. We don't have to feel ashamed that we have a need. We're going to do the best to take care of ourselves so that we're not overly needing from people where we've just neglected our health or our, our care, but it's okay that sometimes we can't do it all ourselves.
0: Yeah. And I like that, um, you know, That interdependence, and I think even to, whenever there are big events, it's okay to reach out to people, too. It's a good time to, you know, um, be able to reach out to your support group or even people who you haven't talked to in a while. Um, And using that interdependence. um, That is one nice thing, if you do have a phone, being able to just, like, talk to somebody who's miles away and can't be present with you, but can still be supportive in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even... yeah, basically having a, a pain point or something where you, maybe that's your anticipating the challenge, you know, being able to talk to your group beforehand and being like, hey, who wants to chat on, you know, Thanksgiving or, or you know, Veterans Day, <laughs> whenever it is, you know, or yeah. maybe uh, I'm about to go into something kind of difficult. You want to um, like check in with me tomorrow? I think those are great
1: yeah and i love that that offers such a depth to relationship and community and a sense of belonging and and real authenticity of relationships instead of just you know we're all busy and going from task to task and we're not aware of each other we're not aware of ourselves and so knowing what our needs are and being open to hear how i can also be a support to others so It would be codependent if we are only pouring out, if we're only taking care of everybody else and we're excluding Mm. ourselves and we're getting drained, then we're out of balance. But if we can factor ourselves in and what we need, check in with ourselves, see if we have the bandwidth to give. But then when we're able to to really reach out and to, you know, just check in with someone you haven't heard from in a while and ask how they're doing or something to help uh, bring more relational depth, I think, is much mm. more fulfilling than all of us being in our own isolated little worlds.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. The community.
1: Right. Right. So the fourth thing that we're looking at today is picking your battles. So sometimes we have to decide like, when it's appropriate to set a, a boundary and be really assertive. Um, and when you could just let some things slide. Like we don't have to make an issue out of every single time we feel um, slightly displeased by something. For instance, we don't have to kind of micromanage every conversation, every word that was said, every interaction as if, well, this hurt my feelings and that was frustrating and I'm irritated with this. And like, cause that is just exhausting to be honest. Mm. (laughs) So, but it is something that we need to pay attention to like, Hey, if this is going to be something that I might have resentment about in our relationship that I need to be able to have a voice and communicate, like I don't want to feel like a doormat or I don't want to feel taken advantage of, then I need to like in my own maturity, I need to be able to have a voice to let my needs and wants be communicated in a functional way where I'm not blaming someone else. I'm not shaming or judging someone else. I'm just acknowledging like, hey, this is how I'm experiencing this. Could we talk about that? Could we address whatever um, we might need to circle back to if there was a conversation that you're not sure how it landed with the other person? Hmm. Things like that, that you can kind of say, OK, Some of these things we don't really need to hash out other things though, if they are becoming a pattern or if they're festering, like we're really starting to feel some bitterness or resentment, then we really need to do the work of what does a um, confrontation look like that can be healthy and nurturing to our relationship and not just conflict that needs to be avoided because people don't like dealing with hard things.
0: Hmm. And even, you know, there's some strength to that, too. Like, picking your battles says both sides. Like, yeah, kind of like what you're saying, where you can some- let something slide, but also decide, hey, no, uh, this is something I want to talk about. Um, and I think that's a point of strength, too. And even to say, you know, you might get into the situation and there might not be, you know, really any battles to fight. It might be pretty cohesive. But um, I'm with you. I, I really like that perspective of, you know, either both going, I'm going to pick my battle and let this slide, or, you know, hey, this is really getting to me, mm-hmm. you know?
1: And to be able to check in not only on ourselves, but we're also kind of checking in on, like, how are we doing? How's our relationship? Um, how are we communicating? Mm-hmm. Are there is there anything that we need to talk through? Just to kind of periodically, whether it's with your partner or um, your family relationship or a coworker or friend, just to kind of say like are we doing okay you know or anything that we want to talk through and and maybe there's no concerns like it doesn't have to be we're always working on something or it's always intense or something like that but it's it's being able to notice how we're being impacted by things and if Mm. they are unresolved we're going to do the work to say okay i'm going to lean into this hard conversation because this person is worth it and we are both worthy of our, our growth, our healing of having a good relationship and that's up to both of us.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I like that kind of, um, togetherness at the end, that message of just, you know, I I also think that fits into tune your feel into your feelings as well. Um, using your support group in that way, checking in, mm-hmm. um, I was trying to think of different phrases that we could use for each one of these because there's definitely anticipate challenges as feed your inner plant. (laughs) Mm. But what are the other ones? You know, maybe be assertive is something about boundaries. But... Mm.
1: um, Having a voice. Those are concepts that we talk about. Nurturing your inner child um, of like what's coming up for me. How are these things affecting me? And really... I just think that that concept of the before, during and after support would help us through so many hard things. Like this is just this list. It was compiled by Sharon Martin, which we've had on our show before for Mm -hmm. talking about codependency. So you can check out those episodes that we did with her. She has a great website and social media presence on all kinds of different things to, on how to be a healthy human. And Um, just a good resource for you. Lots of things that you can check out with her online and stuff like that. But this is just things that we can be practicing to have good communication, good conversations, um, healthy relationships, willing to lean in whenever there's something hard or there's conflict, that it doesn't mean I have to be reactive. It doesn't mean I have to um, withdraw and go away but that I can cultivate. Like, how do we be healthy together? Hmm. How do I do my part individually, but how can we also be healthy together?
0: Yeah, I love it. Um, And so if you're looking for Sharon Martin's episodes, those are off the beaten path. Um, That's whenever we bring in a guest and stuff like that. Um, But also I wanna say this too, point it kind of at um, the folks listening in today. You got this, you know? Um, I think being able to affirm yourself and kind of point to your resiliency in the past, like you know holding up your head up high and understanding that you're taking time for your mental health and these are the kind of situations that it pays off um so yeah i think that's exciting um well as we a- wrap up here um mom do you have any gratitudes or affirmations or anything that you would uh that that mm-hmm. comes to mind i came up with a quick <laughs> yeah out of I- blue
1: uh, like what's coming, what's being most um, authentic in this moment and organic that's just coming mm-hmm. up is that I can take good care of myself. Hmm. And that yes, you can. feels very, I like that. <laughs> I It feels very empowering because it's like I can choose to value myself and all the little decisions I make during the day of getting rest and having nutrients and staying hydrated and And really being intentional to reach out to others so that I don't just spiral or stay kind of recluse, but that I keep showing up and I do it imperfectly and I do it with my humanity. But there's also beauty in all of that, even when it's messy, even when it's hard, it's like I can take good care of myself. I can find my safe people and I'm thankful to be on a pathway and a journey that's toward continual growth and healing and being the best i can showing up the best i can for my life and for those that i'm in relationship with so that to me is a great like affirmation for winding down the the year and looking Mm -hmm. forward to the new year ahead as well
0: yeah i think that's great i think that's awesome and authentic. I, I think that's really good. Uh, the thing that comes to mind is, for me, is also an affirmation. It's, I'm doing okay. Like, I'm doing well. Um, I think within the, the like, uh, changing of the seasons and the darkening of the days, um, it's hard to kind of... I think I get sad. <laughs> seasonal... Uh, w- what's the seasonal? Seasonal
1: affective disorder. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, because... I feel affected by that and sometimes I feel down and I don't know why Mm -hmm. even if it's just you know lack of sun kind of cold sleep sometimes or just kind of feeling Mm -hmm. chilled and so reminding myself that things are going okay and that I'm doing all right I think is positive and it's something I've been doing and I truly genuinely feel um so yeah and Mm -hmm. uh spring is coming.
1: (laughs) It is. I mean, Uh, and, and that's not even like we have to rush to spring. I mean, we can, we can lean into these months of preparation and rest and slowing down mm -hmm. a little bit, knowing that we've already gotten to the turning point this week, you know, as we enter into the winter solstice, the days start getting longer again and we get more daylight and, and that's, good to be in process you know good to be noticing the small changes that are making a difference and that we're headed in that direction towards more light is a is a good feeling if we allow that reality to kind of settle in our nervous system we feel a little bit lighter we feel a little bit like oh Mm, like i'm noticing that it's not every moment of every day but like i know the shift that happens in my body whenever i start to see daylight returning and you know, driving home from work, and it's a little bit lighter than the day before. I'm always yeah, feeling true. a sense of hope. And, like, even the last few days, I've been hearing birds inside hmm. so much more, which I find so interesting. Because I'm like, good. oh, I haven't heard birds in a while. And then here lately I have. So noticing the little things really can make help a difference. encourage us and make a difference.
0: I like it. Well, before we let you go today, um, I wanted to point uh, give some information for you. Um, One of those is if you really want to see a combination of all of our links and um, where you can see our Patreon or iTunes, you know, um, whatever it may be, get to mom's website, Uh, it's at our link tree. If you go to linktr.ee slash community roots, um, that's where you can find pretty much everything that you would need to access. And if you have a friend who um, needs uh, some support or some help, Um, at this point you can just tell them Google community roots, (laughs) but, um, you can also point them towards that link tree. It's a great resource.
1: And I do always spell, spell roots for people when I'm, when I'm telling them about, and we intentionally, I think we can, we're three years into this, three and a half years into it. (laughs) It would be fun, like soon for us to go back to like, why did we pick that name? And what was the meaning behind it? Because we were very intentional. You know, community roots, R-O-U-T-E-S, is a pathway, but it's also what takes us into deeper places like the re- the roots of a tree. So, um, yeah, when you're letting people know how to find us, maybe spell out the word roots and <laughs> to look at the icon, too, or the logo of the houses of that sense of community and being able to see that you'll know you're in the right place and that you found us.
0: Yeah, and if you don't have any friends d- directly that might need this help because you've already given them all those links, <laughs> um, definitely rate us on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, that makes a big difference. That gets us um, shouted out. I know um, we were going worldwide for a little while there, um, and we still get downloads from those areas. So if you're listening, uh, we're, we definitely welcome you, and we're appreciative that you're here. Um and in kind of in that same vein, you know, if you enjoy what you're hearing or if you want to build that community with us, feel free to reach out. Um, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, we have e- emails, uh, communityroots.pod at gmail.com. And that just pretty much goes straight to our phones. So um, we love every time that we can, you know, build the community up, kind of communicate with you all because, um, you know, it's it's pretty cool to see how we're all affected and how we're kind of going through this life together.
1: And as we go into the new year, we are feeling very excited to connect with you more and to Mm -hmm. kind of circle back to the social media and um, communication that has, kind of drifted a little bit so in all of our humanity it's hard to keep everything going but we kind of have a new sense of we really want to be consistent with that so Mm -hmm. if you've kind of backburnered our social media we understand why (laughs) So, (laughs) so that makes sense but we're letting you know um we're bringing it back to the forefront to really um focus on that as a way to reach people communicate with you also offer little nuggets of wisdom or support or encouragement, as well as letting you know what's going on uh, to link you to certain episodes or what you could share with someone else to to spread the word with them. So we are going to kind of focus on that increased social media presence in the coming year, and we're looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. 2023 is going to be a good year. Um. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and let you go today. Uh, special thanks to, of course, Mom for uh, hosting. You can find her at jhrcounseling.com. Uh, Steve Dodge does our theme song. Alexander Wells does the logo. Um, thanks so much. Uh, we are excited to see you soon. Have a great holiday.
1: Bye, everybody.